need someone to be around you. Someone to sit down and pour you short chew. But sometimes saying goodbye to familiar folks is the only way. Sometimes that's when you finally find your space. Welcome to the Japan Distilled Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Lyman. In our last episode, we had a conversation with Matt Alt of altjapan.com and Pure Invention about classic Japanese cocktails, the history, the culture, and everything that makes it so fascinating about how international bartending was preserved here in Japan. We also had a conversation which didn't make it into the episode about our first ever Koji Spirits home cocktail competition. Matt was one of the judges. He came down to Fukuoka. We had a fantastic time. We talk about that in this bonus episode, our first ever bonus episode. So please have a listen. Yeah, you and I were actually just together down here in Fukuoka a couple weeks ago to judge the finals for the first ever Japan Distilled Koji Spirits Home Cocktail Competition. A little bit of a mouthful, but you were one of our final judges. Thanks for coming down and, and helping us decide. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. I, you know, I have to admit it was the first time I had had cocktails made with shochu, uh, I, which I love. I love shochu, but I usually drink it straight or on the rocks or maybe with some soda. I had never really had it mixed in classic or neo fusion, whatever you wanted to call the types of cocktail recipes we got. And it was a lot of fun. It absolutely was. We chose five recipes out of the dozens of submissions and we had a bartender, a professional make them rather than trying to do it ourselves. Always a good move. He did a great job. Yeah. We met up in Bar Ugle, U-G-L-E, in the Keigo neighborhood in Fukuoka. Takuma Tsutsumi was our, our bartender for the afternoon. He formerly was running Bar TTM, and he's recently taken over Bar Ugle as their, their managing bartender. Very talented young man. And uh, we sent him the recipes translated into Japanese. He had lots of questions because yes. there were lots of things that he didn't understand how to make, because as you were saying earlier, classic ingredients, classically, you know, very well made is his bread and butter. And so when he was asked to make things like, uh, what was a good example? A tangerine syrup. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, all of these different things that were were part of these recipes. And, you know, I, I got to give credit to our listeners because they did not pay attention to the rules. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're giving credit for this. Okay, great. Yeah. It's very American. It's very Western to Right, sure. To do your own thing and 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 yes. and make the best drink you can without worrying about the rules, right? And right, our rules right, were right. nothing too difficult, things you could find at home, no long infusions or macerations or anything that was gonna be hard to make. Yes, yes. And several of these recipes required multiple juicings or yes. infusions or that sort of thing. And so we had, he spent about a week preparing all of these different syrups and all, everything to make these five drinks. He, when he, when we showed up at the bar, he had this line of, of, uh, of syrups and, and juices on the counter in the little, in the little dasher bottles. Yes. I thought that those were part of the bar, but no, those were all actually prepared for this five drink competition. <laughs> and I'd never seen colors like, like, look at that rich green. Oh, that's a cucumber. That's cucumber water or something like that. Exactly. It was really, it was really interesting. And they were unique. Yeah. I had never had flavor profiles like, like some of these before. Sure. Yeah. So going back to the rules though, just really quickly, there was that it had to be made with a Koji spirit. So preferably shochu or awamori, but of course there are other spirits that are made with Koji available in, in Japan. 
and, and we wanted things that would be available locally. And this is where a couple of people tripped themselves up. Uh, one of the cocktails, we did choose it as one of the finalists, um, but it called for Mizu Lemongrass Shochu. But that's an export-only brand, and we were unable to source a bottle in time for the, for the competition. So we had to substitute, and we substituted with a rice shochu. And unfortunately, in that particular drink, which was called it didn't actually have a title, so I, I named it Untitled. That was that became the name of the drink. Right, right. There was a, a teaspoon of vanilla in the drink. Wow. And there was no lemongrass to combat that. <laughs> <laughs> so it just yeah. became a, a vanilla bomb uh, with that, that amount of the syrup, the, the vanilla syrup in the, in the drink. Yes. But what we did do, what was interesting for that with, with me for that drink is it, it did have the, the candied satsuma orange peels. It had uh, a little bit of fish sauce and and some peated single malt scotch. Yes. So it was a very interesting recipe. Yes. Unfortunately, I think without the lemongrass, it couldn't express the way that we were hoping it would. No, it was very umami. Mm-hmm. It was very kind of, there was an umami component. It tasted like an umami forward Japanese to me, like the Mikado cocktail. Mm-hmm. It, it had, because it was, it was very sweet, almost dessert-like with the, with the vanilla on the uh on the pa- not even vanilla on the palate it was like vanilla like like sucking on a vanilla bean <laughs> like level it, it was very very vanilla so susumi san did tweak it we were like if you were to take these ingredients how would you right. make the drink and when he remade it uh that was actually quite lovely so the ingredients were there it was yes. the, the proportions and also i think missing the the lemongrass shochu didn't help but uh thank you for the submission regardless it was it was a lot of fun to try definitely Another one that I think we enjoyed, but we ultimately couldn't award as, as the winner was Shochu Want Me Baby. Which is a great title. It is. And that was a sweet potato, shochu, orange curacao, lime juice, ginger syrup, cucumber juice, and a little bit of yuzu kosho. Yes. Which is the world's greatest condiment. It is. And this one I think we enjoyed, but again, we ran into proportion, the ingredients being unbalanced. Is that right? Yes, it was. Well, you know, I I wonder if my palate has also been a little bit influenced by the Japanese. Japanese tend to make less sweet, Mm -hmm. less sugar forward uh, drinks. And and it's it's true across the board for like desserts and things like that. Um, You know, this is a very dark chocolate versus milk chocolate kind of country, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. Bittersweet versus like straight on sweet. And almost all of the cocktails we had were very sweet Mm -hmm. by my standards. Although if I, you know, if I hadn't been living in Japan for the last 20 years, maybe I wouldn't feel that way. True. And you know, fortunately, uh, so you and I were judges, but also Pablo Pineda, a uh, friend of mine from Kagoshima came up. Yeah. And then also uh, Yuko, who's a friend of ours here in Fukuoka. So the four of us were the judges. So it wasn't just Matt and I, but we actually pretty, pretty much agreed as a group. It was interesting that we all gravitated toward the same ones as our favorites versus the ones that we felt needed a little tweaking. Oh yeah. But with the Shochu Want Me Baby, what that one was really, I liked the ingredients. I thought it was a really interesting combination. But again, the proportions being off the lime juice plus yuzu kosho. Kosho is way too citrus. It was way too much citrus on that. And and so it, you didn't get the the cucumber disappeared. The ginger was hidden. Yes. The sweet potato shochu did show through a tiny bit, but not as much as we were hoping. Lime juice is tough. It's it's so it, it's so strong, you know, tasting. You, you really have to have a... A drink that is 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 precisely balanced, like a last word, for instance, mm-hmm. which is able to kind of accommodate it. Uh, if, if you 
if you have a drink that uses that in there, it, then it isn't, you'll, you'll only taste the lime juice. So yeah, I was, I, my, if I had any one complaint and I was, I'm not complaining, but if I had any one complaint, it, it would be that the shochu to me is a pretty delicate, even the funkiest shochu because it tends to have a lower proof than a lot of distilled spirits in the States really can disappear if it's not handled very, very gently in a cocktail. And I, I wouldn't have known that many of these were shochu based unless I've been told. Right. That's fair. And you're right. It is, there, it, it is a different, it's a delicate balance. You're talking about a 25 or 30% ABV spirit versus a foolproof spirit. Yes. The third finalist who unfortunately wasn't able to win a prize was called the Kyushu 75, which was a, a riff on the French 75. Yes. So this was a rice vacuum distilled rice shochu, yuzu juice, powdered sugar, champagne, and then a, a red shiso syrup. What made this drink so beautiful was if you pipette the red shiso syrup into the bottom of the glass. Yes. It's just it's this little red, almost blob of of syrup. It's like a tequila sunrise type of effect. You know what I mean? You have the little like you have the little like red gradation. Let's call it a gradation. Let's not let's not call it a blob. Let's call it a gradation. Sure. Yeah. That was really pretty. Uh, unfortunately, the the specific gravity of yes the syrup that he made didn't stay at the bottom of the glass. Yes. Uh, intact. So it it uh it didn't quite work the way that we were hoping. But that was a nice drink. I, again, I think for me a little bit too citrus forward. Yes. Um, but. Overall, I enjoyed it, I think, again, with a little bit of tweaking. And the other thing is cham- what champagne or Prosecco to use wasn't really specified. So Tsutsumi-san used what he had. You need to be careful with that. You know, in those types of drinks, it, it really, you know, you can really shift the flavor by using a different kind of, of champagne or sparkling wine. No question. So, I mean, I, there, there was nothing in there that I, I didn't like. Right. But it wasn't the kind of thing that I would have gravitated to, I think for a second drink. Do you know what I mean? And I wasn't that really like we were at the entire time I was thinking, would I order a second? Would I order this a second time? Right. Or a second one. And that was how I set the context for the judges was we we did a one to five rating. It's how likely would you be to order another one of these? Because you've already got one in front of you. Would you order another one right. at that time or in another setting? Uh, and that really became the criteria, which brings us to our last two finalists, which actually we ended up in a statistical tie Yes, because we had four judges and between the four of us, we each gave each of these drinks a four and a f- two, two fours and two fives. Yes. So they ended up with a identical point totals and let's talk through the drinks first and then we'll talk about the winner, like which, which one won and how we made that decision. Right. The very first drink we tried actually on the day was called a, a basil crush. And this was a rice shochu, fresh basil, lemon juice, simple syrup, cucumber slices, club soda with a splash of elderflower liqueur. Now, that's seven ingredients, but it actually, I thought, worked quite well. As a tall drink, it was refreshing. The basil came through nicely, but it was balanced with the sweetness uh, with the simple syrup, a little bit of acidity. To me, it was a really, really nice drink. Um, And then the other one was called the Shidi Shidi. Yes. And this was inspired by a classic Okinawan dish, like food. And this was just umami.com. This this was ko- koshu awamori or kusu awamori, so aged awamori, yes. carrot juice, shikuasa juice, kokuto sugar, simple syrup, and then either kombucha, powdered kombucha, or kombu dashi, egg white, 
and shikuasa zest to garnish. Now, we didn't have any shikuasa because that's a citrus locally, Okinawa. Yes. Uh, but we did have uh, we did have yuzu, so we substituted. Well, my question on that one was, and it, it stands now, is when Americans say kombucha, they're meaning something very different than when Japanese say it. Yep. Kombucha in in America is actually a Korean sort of thing that's like a fermented drink mm-hmm. uh, that can actually have a little bit of alcohol in it. Yep. You know, depending on how it's made. Whereas kombucha in Japan, not kombucha, but kombucha mm-hmm. is, is a, a different sort of thing. So I wasn't quite clear which they meant. Yeah. So this this reads Kinjo kombucha regular powder. So I think uh, it is the Japanese. The powder. There you go. But I think we did use a kombu dashi. Right. Uh, I think Tsumi-san actually made the dashi. Yes. And, and we, we used the liquid. And this one was, I think the, the consensus was that this was soup. Yes. Yes. This, this could it felt <laughs> like a meal in a glass. It was, no, it did. It felt, it had a gazpacho kind of feel to it. And not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Um, not at all. It was not refreshing. But again, not in a bad way. It was, it was like kind of fortifying. Does that make sense? Yep. No, this was, this, I mean, it was, it, it was a meal. This was the, uh, as we talked about the basil crush, we said, oh, this is this is perfect for summer. The shitty shitty is perfect for winter. Right. Like, right. You come in from the cold for an after dinner drink, you know, you're still a little bit hungry because you didn't eat that much at dinner. And you get you get one of these and you feel you feel nice and full. It was it was a robust drink. It was it had a lot of character, a lot of complexity. I thought it was fascinating. It had great texture. It was unexpected. It was. It was it was very unexpected. Now, going back to how we decided who won, it was really, this was intended as a home cocktail competition. So we wanted a recipe of something that people could make at home. And we thought it was going to be much easier to come up with basil leaves, lemon juice, simple syrup, cucumber, club soda, and elderflower liqueur than it was to come up with carrot juice, shikawasa juice, kokuto sugar, simple syrup, and then uh, kombu dashi egg white. I mean, making egg white drinks at home is always a, a tricky proposition. So uh, unfortunately, we had to uh, discount the shiri shiri a little bit and elevate the basil crush to our first ever uh, winner. Yes. Uh, so congratulations to both of you. Actually, you're both going to get prizes. We can't give a prize to just one of you because you did tie. But our official winner is going to be the basil crush. And that was actually submitted by Carrie Conan from Continental Ohio. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. Carrie and her husband are actually farmers who are now planning to farm distill shochu with local agricultural products. Oh, that's amazing. In Ohio. And so we've been in communication for a while. She's had lots of questions about koji and how, you know what kind of substrates should we be using and that sort of thing. And I said, just use your local agricultural products that are going to play well with koji. You'll have to do some experiments. But we've been having this dialogue for a long time. And then she submitted a a recipe for the competition and it ended up winning. So congratulations to... Well, it's, it's so fitting because Ohio is the American state that sounds closest to a Japanese greeting. Ohio gozaimasu. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> it. <laughs> and uh, that, yeah, that, I hadn't even thought about that. But um, the, the uh, and then second place, the Shidi Shidi was Andrew Schutz out of Brooklyn, New York. And uh, that's why he, he could find all those yes. unusual ingredients because he's living in, in Brooklyn. You're cheating, man. You're cheating by being in Brooklyn, yeah. man. No, it was great stuff. Yeah. Congratulations to both of you. We really had a great time with this. And I think we'll do it again. I think the, the fun part at the end of the day was talking to Tsutsumi-san and how he was inspired 
by these recipes. He was so confused by them yeah. at the beginning, but by the end, he was he was he was learning. You gave him ideas. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to start tweaking some of these, and he's going to start using some of this in his cocktails. Well, at the beginning, you could definitely like, you people are crazy. Like you could just <laughs> you kind of get this. There was like this little bit of of kind of like you know not attitude because he was a he was a play like he was he was gung ho to do this uh, for sure. But you could just be like, well, okay, you know, if you say so on some of these. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what this little bit of U.S.-Japan, you know, international relations results, you know, what 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 will grow from these seeds at, in, at at his bar in Fukuoka, which, by the way, I highly recommend everybody, bar ugly, 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 I don't know, it, how's it pronounced? I say ugly, but I don't know if that's the critic. It has a kind of dangerous uh, spelling, but it is, despite what its name might sound like, it is one of the most single, most beautiful uh, bar spaces I've ever been in, in, in Japan. No question. Beautiful, handmade, uh, a lot of like wood. There's an amazing second floor, which is unusual for any bar in, in, in Tokyo, but I guess perhaps not in Fukuoka. Mm -hmm. Absolutely worth a visit. If you're in Fukuoka. Yeah, no question. And, and Tsutsumi-san is a, is a fantastic bartender, really, really sweet guy. I've known him for, for several years now. And um, I don't know how much longer he'll be there. I think his dream is still to uh, reopen his own bar when he has a chance. But great. if he feels some responsibility to Ugle, he might stay there for a while. Definitely a, a place worth, worth visiting. And we really appreciate his efforts on the competition. And of course, Matt, thank you for coming, coming all the way down to Fukuoka to judge. I uh, hope you enjoyed yourself. It was my second time in the city, but my my first overnighting, and uh, I just really enjoyed it. I wasn't aware of just what a great town that is to eat and drink in, uh, and I'll be back. Absolutely, and then I look forward to your next visit. And of course, I'll see you up in Tokyo before too much longer. Absolutely. Stephen, back with you. I hope you enjoyed the first ever bonus episode of the Japan Distilled podcast. We had a lot of fun recording it. And of course, the competition was great fun as well. We will be posting a summary video of the contest on our YouTube channel. So please check that out. We'll make sure to link to that in the show notes. And again, thank you very much for listening and come by.